Happy October, everybody, and welcome to another edition of Georgia Wrestling History TV Talk on the Georgia Wrestling History Radio Network. This is a first for us. We have uh, streamlined our program a little bit for you guys. We're going to run through things a little bit quicker, so if you really dug the long, hour-long podcast where where we just kind of rattle off birthdays for like the first 20 minutes and then... Yeah, you're not gonna you're not gonna like this. It's a tough, tough, uh, tough shit. So yeah, yeah, we mm-hmm. we pretty much decided that uh, that you can read those birthdays elsewhere. We don't really give a crap anymore. <clears throat> totally, totally. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess uh, I guess for those who are new, uh, if if your friends told you, hey, this podcast it's short now, it's good. Uh, I'm Kenny J. I'm one of your co-hosts. Sitting here with John Stoney Cannon. What's up, Will Wheeler? Yo yo, and Mike Garrett. Hello. <clears throat> Mike's trying to find something for us to uh, check out in the background here. While we discuss all kinds of crazy wrestling stuff, we're going to start uh, Figure Four Countdowns today, where we each uh, pick uh, something. But, but we need to <laughs> let everybody know that even though it's a shorter show, stick around till the end. Why? Because we've got some cool wrestling news. Some cool wrestling insider news. And we are going to reveal the official final card for BPW's Trick or Trauma event, which will be in a couple of weeks in Grove, Grovetown? Thompson? 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 Thompson. Grovetown? Yeah. Wow. yeah, it's all the same. 1742 Rents Highway in Thompson, Georgia at the Sweetwater Gym on October 13th. Doors will open at 630. They'll have a costume contest at 645. I think... Uh, I think typically they give away a couple tickets or something for that. So uh, yeah. see see what they've got in store for that. And then the uh, show starts at 7. Uh, unfortunately, uh, I don't think all of us will be there this time. But, uh, you know, things happen. And we'll be there for um, Holiday Havoc, if they still call it that, in December. Something so, like that. Yeah, awesome. Yeah. So, yeah, stick around to the end of the show. We'll have wrestling news. We'll have VPW. What are we going to hop into next, guys? Oh, man. See, we do our own countdown. We used to do that that long countdown. Did you have something to say, Will? Yes, we did. Uh, in fact, our countdown today will be our top four scariest wrestlers. See, our countdown is a figure four countdown in tribute to uh, the four of us. But no, really. In tribute to the greatest of all time, Ric Flair and the Four Horsemen. Woo! So... So we're doing this. We're doing scary for for Rocktober, right? That's right. All right, and we, we like to keep it kind of southeastern. So what do we got? What what's our number four? The Mummy. The Mummy. As oh my God! Which one? A lot one? of people won't there remember was, the Mummy. Okay, this was the Smoky Mountain Mummy. 
He was in 93-94. Uh, he was managed by Prince Karras, who later became uh, known as Sinister Minister James Mitchell. Um, what it was was just the the rumors was the guy who was the mummy was claustrophobic and didn't like it because the suit was tight. But what was so significant about the mummy, if you never saw professional wrestling, when you see him take a move, you would think this was the scariest thing because this guy was invincible. You would knock him down, take a bump, he gets right back up. And you would hit him, dust would fly. And, I mean, he did a very memorable choke slam finisher. And, I mean, to the point where this mummy was so over, he actually got a shot at the Smoky Mountain title. However, he came up short. But, as you know how it is with the afterlife, they had to take him back to Egypt. Uh, I blame Jim Cornette for it. This mummy could have been something huge on the WWE. Um, I could have seen Vince having the mummy uh, being WWE champion. But I guess whatever magic trinket they had that uh, gave the mummy his power was running out of power. Yeah. Almost sounds like they were ripping off The Undertaker with this whole thing. Like the mummified Undertaker with all the moves and getting back up and stuff. Yeah, I think that's 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 what the case was. And I think maybe The Undertaker got ticked off about it. So, who knows. And then for those of you, I also want to let you know if you were, you're listening. Later on in the month, on the GWH-TV YouTube site, we will also have a video show companion to this. And uh, you will get to see, in that episode, you will get to see The Mummy. That's wrestle. right, that's right. We're coming back to video. Yeah. Video won't kill us. Radio won't kill us. We, we do both. Hmm? We do both. All right, so number four is The Mummy. The Mummy. Number three. Uh, number three, we've got Kamala. Kamala. Who's his manager? I don't have the Tommy anymore. Uh, Friday. Friday. It was half the half the. Or Friday or Kimchi or uh, one of them two. It can be either one. Just you, just use them all. He yeah, Paul, Paul Jones managed him for a while too. Thanks, so. Yeah, yeah, he did. Think so, so yeah, batting eighty four. In fact. Oh Kamala, there's a was it now now. He and Hogan had a. Was he like? Bit, was he like played by multi people, or were there multi Kamalas? You know, like there were multi like one man gangs. Um, there was, I think, there was the original Kamala. This pretty much was James Harris, but they had a Kamala too. But they made, they just named him the Boss Wanna Beast. Okay, okay, gotcha. <laughs> it was That's pretty cute. scary. I know Mike was saying earlier that when he was a kid, that he would have to leave the room every time <laughs> Kamala came on TV. <laughs> he was scary. He was scary enough that he made the front of a lot of wrestling magazines in his little run. Yeah. Okay. All right, number two. Number two, we got Kevin Sullivan. Kevin Sullivan, I mean, how many different scary characters did he actually play? He was the Taskmaster, Dungeon, was it it Dungeon of Doom? Yep. Um, He was the guy that was head of like the, that that classic one where they were like on the beach and they were chasing Sting. Um, Yeah. And, uh, the, the funny part about it is, is he ended up being watered down because at one point he had all those stupid characters that were hanging out in the uh, in their fort yep. with that scary the scary bald guy that was covered in dust. <laughs> Duke Command Duke Command yeah. as you will. The Zodiac. But uh the gangster. Yeah, but the Kevin Kevin Sullivan. I think we've had matches on our GWH TV video episode. We had the two-part match where they actually fought in the concessions area. Yep. Uh, somewhere in Florida. Um, Florida, man. 
And then, of course, there is the classic one where he's busted backstage with um, with with somebody else when they're busted after after they trick somebody. So the last thing I remember him doing um, was bringing obedience to the thing where Scott Hall was drunk as shit in some little damn hotel lobby. It looked like where they was presenting <laughs> some awards. You remember that? I forget yeah. the. Order of operations on that, but I remember Kevin Sullivan being the voice of fucking reason. Yeah, which is kind of odd. But and, and, and on our video show, we have actually Kevin Sullivan featured in a couple of matches, along with the Legion of Doom, uh, some snakes, woman, and a couple of cloaked people. So that should be really really cool. So make sure you check that out. So recently, I saw a video where he's being interviewed on a couch, and he's actually got like paint on him. From a few like a few years back, and he actually looks at the guy and says, "Have you heard of the book of such and such and such?" And goes off for like an hour. So, Damn. all right, number one on our figure four scariest wrestlers. Well, you know, I figure before we get to number one, we ought to have like at least one honorable mention. You know, right? Okay. You know, so, 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 some lists do it before number one because they want to they want to keep you on the edge of your seat for that number one. I'm on the edge of my seat. They want to make you wait. Like I'm doing right now, they want to stall for time, you know. And uh, and so my honorable mention pick for this figure four list of scariest wrestlers is one, the hacksaw Jim Duggan, also known as the convict. Oh yeah, really? Come on, he's he's, he's got a two. I was thinking the boogeyman or the crow version of Sting. That's what I'm thinking. What's he going to splinter somebody? Yeah. Yeah, dude. What's he going to do? What's he going to do? Just titus from the splinter or something. I mean, Will's biceps are scarier than Hacksaw. I mean, come on. Oh, I mean, what's that going to do? I mean, are you calling out a prostitute? That's what I'm saying. Oh. Well, how scary is a guy that comes out with wood that yells ho, right? I mean, He said wood and he said ho in that sentence. Can we oh, all, can and let we, me guess, Santa Saw was even scarier, right? Can we <laughs> all be honest? He had those. Uh, what was Jim Ross's fake son's name? Um, Doctor Death. Doctor Death. He had those granny panties like Doctor Death when he wrestled. <laughs> <laughs> he had those granny panty tights, the blue ones. Yep, the little shorts. <laughs> now right. he's looking at him, Shawn Michaels short shorts. Basically. That could be another episode in itself. Yeah. All right. So, guess, so far, our number one, we have a little thing, a little bit appetizing. Mm, that's good because I'm, I'm hungry. There you I'm go. Our number one in our figure four countdown of scarier, scariest wrestlers from our region, Abdullah the Butcher. He gives you autographed forks. Yeah. After he pulled them out of his forehead. <laughs> yeah. That he did. I mean, how many brutal... Bloody matches with blood. He, oh, he loved it. Like he was the king of blading. It yeah. was the. He didn't wear any of that. This tape he taped up. I think it was only to hide the blades. I don't yeah. think he would have ever wore yeah. it if there had been any other reason. And he probably was like the least healthiest wrestler. <laughs> yeah. Ever. I don't yeah. know. There was that dude Lex Luger body slam that was pretty unhealthy. I mean, that dude. He was just like flab everywhere. Yeah, Which is not surprising because he probably <clears throat> the whole Abdullah the Butcher's house of Chinese food and ribs was probably based on his diet. Is that what like where you grew up, dude? Germany so, out there? No. 
<laughs> so want to know what part oh, the of the place world. was good, and I wish it was still open, man. Oh yeah. So all right. So out. number four, we had the Mummy. Number three, we had Kamala. Number two, we had Kevin Sullivan, and number one, we have Abdul the Butcher. Um, probably the closest out of all of them as far as being from our region, because based out of Atlanta, Georgia, where his restaurant was. Oh, yeah, right now. Hacksaw Jim Duggan. And Hacksaw Jim Duggan. That's <laughs> right. Hacksaw. Woody. <laughs> Hello. Oh. So. Uh. All right. Well, we said we were going to keep this short and to the point, and we were going to. Bam! Bam, bam, bam. Uh, also, I want to remind you guys stick around to the end of the show. VPW card and our rumor mill hot list discussion, really quick. We got some really, really, really killer news for those of you. We are our fans of like um, superhero movies, right? Yeah, okay. right, yeah. right. Yeah. All right. So I still um, see Ant Man and the Wasp. Yeah, there you go. That's a okay. cheapo movie. So yeah, oh yeah, all right. It's pretty good. So, Aquaman. All right. So Will, uh-huh. help us out here, man. We are actually doing a second figure four countdown since we are in Rocktober. How about? We're going to do the top four Halloween Havoc, so the top four Halloween Havoc moments. I'm going to go with the moments. Um, moments, all right. Rock and roll. And I got kind of a list. Uh, one was uh, a very tag team match you would not have expected. Was My number four was Doom versus Arn Anderson and Ric Flair for the World Tag Team. Wow. Yeah. Halloween Havoc 1990. I mean, it was, just, it was just an amazing concept. It was just amazing clash of talent with those two. I mean, especially Arn Anderson and Flair, primarily single wrestlers. Primarily at that time, going for the world tag team title, but it was a actually it was a fairly decent food that no one talks about, and that's what I love about Doom and uh, Flair and Arn Anderson. Um, that was why I liked the match. And one was Goldberg versus Dallas Page for the world heavyweight title in Halloween Havoc '98. What a match! I mean, it just was a really good match, and I think that was one they didn't quite get on the card at the time because. The Halloween Havoc card went over. It got cut off at 11. That's the one where Goldberg got knocked the fuck out for a minute. That's right. Yeah. I totally, that's right. And it was just... And it led to... Uh, After the match, like, why did you kick out at, at two? Why didn't you wait to two and a half? He's like, dude, I was knocked the fuck out. Yeah, I remember <laughs> that. And speaking of Halloween Havoc matches, um, we're going to... We, we got to go with the uh, DD... We're going to go with... Because the DDP's involved, but one I was always impressed with was... Any match he had with Savage and the fact that Savage, how he put Diamond Dallas Page over and led to his rise because he liked the fact that Diamond Dallas wore it was the last man's, the last Las Vegas sudden death match at Halloween Havoc 97, which was a classic. I mean, any match was a classic, but that one was just stood out because of the violence level and just that really put him over big time. I mean, not, if you would say that was a big moment for Page, that, any, that feud with uh, Savage. Any match would got got him over. It was always near the top of the card. It may have been NWO dominant, but Savage was always near the top of the card. And uh, I'm just looking at this top ten. This one. And uh, one match is the Chamber of Horrors matches. I think it was Halloween Havoc 1991. I love to mention was um, because for fact our scariest wrestler was involved in it, so I thought it would just be a nice tie-in. It was a Chamber of Horrors match. I don't remember who it was, but Abdullah was involved, and uh, the significance was we got to see Southern Fried Abdullah the Butcher in the electric chair. And actually, I believe uh, Mick Foley. I, I believe yep. Mick Foley, Cactus Jack, 
had to the the electric chair yeah. thing fell. But yet nobody got electrocuted, so somebody had, had to, to push actually it push it back down. up and then bring it back down. But in the end, it worked, and um, Abdullah the Butcher's Chinese food and ribs got fried that day. And speaking of Cactus Jack, another one I really loved, and I had just come upon it recently, was Vader versus Cactus uh, Jack in a Texas death, death match, Halloween Havoc 93. I mean, just it's just any match... With Vader and Cactus Jack was just a car wreck. I mean, to the point where Cactus Jack had his ear ripped in a rope in Germany by Vader. It was always something. There was always a body part lost or always a broken bone with those two. I mean, I mean, the fact that it's Halloween habit, the fact that it's Halloween, we got to have some gore. They had some classic gore in that match, so to speak. So, I mean, it was just a good thing. But see, what I loved about these top four, what I've seen was just the tie-ins. For those. So, I mean... You want to check these the matches on Halloween Havoc? Just go to the network, WWE Network, or so I'm sure you'll find it on YouTube. There you go. The ads on YouTube are worse than the network nowadays. Oh, tell me about that's it. What, that's what ad blocker is for, yeah, dude. And then you get halfway through one, and it's like ads starting soon. I'm like, what the hell? And then yeah. you get those yellow, you get those yellow bars, and you know an ads coming. Yeah, up. Yeah, that yeah. sucks. Yeah. Well, I was going to watch this two-minute, 58-second YouTube video. It's six a, minutes. <laughs> since there's a two-minute commercial in there, I don't think I would. Yeah. Let's say it's like, I don't mind, I don't mind you know, watching ads for stuff, but, but gee whiz. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. All right. Well, make sure you catch, also here on the Georgia Wrestling History Network, you catch later on in the month as we bring back a video episode of GWH TV. And uh, you'll see some uh, some classic matches featuring the likes of people in this uh, we talked about. Uh, Kevin Sullivan, uh, The Mummy, but you're also going to uh, catch a little bit of uh, some Freddy. Do the Freddy. That's right, Legion of Doom. So some cool, scary Halloween matches. Oh, yeah. So make sure you check that out. So we told you we were going to keep it short and to the point. So... Make sure um, uh, we're going to post this on our Facebook site. So make sure you comment on our Facebook thing and tell us what your scarier wrestlers. So tell us why we were wrong uh, or Halloween Havoc matches or whatever. So Yeah, and maybe even one of you guys also thinks that Hacksaw Duggan's kind of scary. There you go. Especially when he's giving it somebody. At, hmm. All right. So, hey. So, before we get into our juicy rumor mill, speaking of matches, you want to go ahead and tell us what's going on at the VPW event. For those of you who don't know, VPW, Viral Pro Wrestling, out of Thompson, Georgia. Uh, most recently, the Rock and Roll Express were their tag team champions. Uh, some of the best independent wrestling in the Southeast. Um, they got some of the top good. guys, some award-winning guys that are mm-hmm. coming through there that are out James there. Storm last, last time. <laughs> yep, James yeah. Storm. Yeah. James Storm took on uh, the former VPW champion. Yes. In a hell of a match. Great match. Great I mean, match. That, 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 I mean, there's, that whole event was great. One of the better ones that that. Oh, day without a doubt. While, I mean, so. I enjoyed yeah. it. And yeah, also the good. point here, what's so good about VPW is I've mentioned it to friends of mine. Uh, 
Ken and Lisa Cantrell and Gary Damron, who runs ASW Wrestling in West Virginia, and also they run Bluegrass Championship Wrestling. And they told me, emailed me messages. They said we want to check out a VPW. I said road trips open. Come on down. There you go. And we'll hear pretty soon in the future. We'll have some huge news regarding VPW. We probably don't want to share it yet because we're not sure if it's shareable. Yeah, but yeah. Go ahead and give us a card. I'm already, I'm already sharing down, something that hasn't been announced yet. Josh gave me the okay. Okay. So. But it'll be, it'll be announced this week. So, okay. So, you know. so trick, coming back. Trigger Trauma, October 13th. <laughs> trigger Trauma, we got the card for Trigger Trauma. Uh, we've got Blanco Loco, a masked wrestler, versus Ian Maxwell. Uh, uh, I suppose he's making his VPW debut. You haven't seen him there yet. Uh, after that, we got Effie Gibbs taking on Chris Main, the former champion. Uh, that'll be fun. That I, should be a fun oh, match. Yes. I'm an Effie fan. Like I, I and I and I did Chris. That's gonna be. He's I wish I could. I'll have to watch it on. He's he's Effie funny to watch. Uh, I am a little annoyed to have to miss that show, but it'll be cool. I got fun stuff going. On. All right, so then we got a tag team casket match. Woo! We got the hierarchy taking on the Night Riders. Two finger salute, baby. With a Z, a couple of guys that got uh, skeleton masks on. Yeah, yeah they look pretty scary. Maybe they'll be in our uh, countdown next year. There you go. Oh, yeah. All right, let's see. We've got the New Age Enforcer James Drake taking on John Davis. I believe he is also making his debut. Uh, we've got Joey Lynch in a lynch mob versus Joey Osborne. A tremendous uh, match. Uh, Joey, the lynches are all over the uh, independent scene. Oh, yeah. I saw I, I saw lynch mob live in concert here in Augusta. I'm bringing a tribute band from Aerosmith, the lead singer is actually the lead singer of Lunch Mom. Oh, nice. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. Oh, sweet. All right, we've got match two of the best of three series of Owen Knight and Darius Lockhart. They've had this feud going on, so mm-hmm. good. Hopefully, uh, hopefully that one turns out pretty good. And then the Outbreak Championship match. We've got Tracer X, Sean Legacy, and Saeed Al-Sabah. Wow. Fighting for that title, so. And then, looks like our uh, championship tricker street fight, sorry. Uh, Hex and and Anthony Henry, who has been missing for a while. He's been running around other promotions, you know, having a good old time. Seems like a pretty successful guy. And I told his daughter. Oh, wow, that's cool. Yeah, so he he, drive, he actually drives his daughter to school every day, and I've noticed he's when he's not there on a certain day, so he's booked somewhere. There you go. Cool, cool, cool. All right, and October then of course, 13th. Oh, and, 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 and then he sent me a picture of the uh, costume contest. So Costume contest. Costume contest for all ages at 6.45 p.m., 15 minutes before the bell rings for the first match. Man, it's a shame you're not going, because then you could, like, grab some wood... Dress up. I hacksaw. know. Dress up like hacksaw. Look oh, about, I've about got the hose. So. <laughs> <laughs> all right, yeah, that's the. That, uh, I guess that's the full card for VPW's Trick or Trauma, Saturday, October thirteenth, Sweetwater Gym. Um, yeah, I mean, who? Where else better to scour for chicks than at a wrestling show in the South, right? Yes, sir. <laughs> Woo! All right, October 13th. That's right. going to be fun. Make sure you only guys check that, that out. only thing that could have worked out better for Josh is if the previous day, Friday, had been the 13th for a trick or trauma. Yeah. Oh, that would have been huge, man. All and right. At the same time, 13 is like 31 backwards. Halloween's on the 31st, if you want to get all Da Vinci Code about it. Well, so. 
and and that's actually a long and walk actually to the mailbox, and right? actually <laughs> October thirteenth is considered the most evil, actually more evil of a day of the year than the thirtieth or the thirty first. I might just not drive to Thompson then. All right, so what do we got here? You've been waiting all show to to hear some like some news, some news. Oh, that bad stuff. What was that movie? The the movie that dude was in. They had two parts to it, and they had the cool seventies music in it. The fuck? Oh, Guardians of the Galaxy. Guardians of the Galaxy. (laughs) Yeah, superhero movies. That's right. Yeah. And they're working on a third one. Working on a third one. They're scared about because they fired one of the guys. So why is Guardians of the Galaxy so important to what we're talking about? Ooh, there's a wrestler in it. Um, I can't remember his name. Big muscular guy, part of a stable that started with an E. I need some help on that. Mike, could you fill me in on that? The Eagles? Is it that, is that, that, that Batista guy? Yeah, yeah. that's oh. it. That's the guy. Whoa. Yeah, it's him. I was going to say Ric Flair. I don't know. I love him. He's great. and he's, he's, He does a good job in those movies. Yeah, he did the best botch ever with so, Mark Henry one time, and then whenever I—that is the level of botch by which I fucking rate every other botch that ever happens—is the one he did with Mark Henry. So, so what's the rumor? Is he dating somebody well, famous or something? I think his wife's the the pole dancing champion of America, like legit. There's oh. a pole dancing championship, and she okay. won it last year. And did he cheat with Avril Lavigne or something? I mean, what is the rumor here? He was a skater boy. <laughs> I mean, why, why are we talking? Why are y'all sneezing so much? <laughs> I don't Jesus, know. it's 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 the smoke in the air. So why why so why are we talking about Dave Batista? I mean, he's just been like no news as far as wrestling in forever. I oh. think his uh, movie career is going to take a little pause. Am I right? Why is that, yeah. Will? Um, apparently, he supposedly he's making a return to something called the Squared Circle. Uh-oh. So, um, he was in the... He was. I think he may be coming back to that group up north and there's this big show called Smackdown 1000 and he may show up there. On their 1,000th episode, and also there's supposed to be plenty of surprises. Uh, surprises, and no, we're not going to appear at it. You know in case you're wondering, mm-hmm. that kind of that kind of lines up with something else because you're not sure if he's going to be in the next Guardians. Oh, even double rumor. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Because of the what's about a producer? Yeah, the, 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 James Gunn Disney yeah. was all like, "Get out of here!" Because I guess he tweeted something once that yeah. was not right. I don't know. Yeah, that's right. I tweeted it back in '82. So, <laughs> so is, but is is he showing up to take on CM Punk or something? He's gonna come out, grab a mic, his music's gonna drop, everybody's gonna go ape shit, and they will because it's and, SmackDown. And then he's gonna and quit then, again. And he's gonna go in the middle of the ring, and then I don't know. I really don't know that part. Uh, and somebody's I think the whole gonna, somebody's gonna interrupt him, and that's gonna be the next page. And you'll have the whole do, 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 the whole evolution. You might have the whole super group he was part of come out. And these four, these other three guys, uh, a guy named. Hunter Hearst Helms, who's known as a, an abbreviated three H's guy, and then there's a, a guy who has a drip, and he was with Offset, and he actually was on uh, Jimmy Fallon's show, and he got to strut out in his robe, a guy named Rick Flair, and then another guy who's a viper, his name's Randy Orton, so you know, he's... He's, he's been stale as shit. That dude hasn't done anything. His Jeff Hardy feud was lame as shit. I know. He's now feuding with somebody I don't really even know. And he doesn't have matches. He just goes out and kills Attack. people yeah. and wrecks them, and then that's it. Um, I think he needs, uh, no, he needs something. 
He needs to fight the popcorn guy. Now that would get up. So, so, so what you're saying is, 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 is word out on the street is Dave Batista is going to come back and he's going to get the gang back together. Yep. Or as cool as hell. Well, he's coming back. Let's say that. Yeah. Or you could also do what Kevin Nash did. We're getting the band back together, boys. There you go. Well, I mean, that would be kind of cool. Then they could reverse time, which would mean they would have to take Randy Orton and put him up on his shoulders off the mat. Randy is not doing anything, and that dude is a huge draw. And he hasn't he done anything since yeah. he returned. Well, maybe that's part of it. Maybe they need Batista to help him get, yeah. you know, smack him around some. So. If he was coming out for Raw, I'd say it'd be a cool thing if him and Lashley did something. Yeah. There you go. But... Will is, before we go, Will is excited that somebody is actually going to long program their feud. And I'm thinking it's The Miz and Brian. And one thing I love about it, the matches have been great, and it's the old school feud that, I mean, it just goes on and on. And I'm wondering what the blow-off match, because when you ended a feud back in the territory days, it was the blow-off match. And I'm I'm excited to see what that blow-off match was going to be. I'm just, I'm just sick of the whole mixed tag team yeah. Thing when yeah. it comes to the Miz because I mean really sure what's her name Maurice yeah but whatever I don't want to see some good wrestling I don't want to see her in the ring watch the mixed thing on Facebook where him and Oscar team up they're great oh without a doubt <laughs> they are amazing well I don't I don't need Oscar doesn't really need to wrestle that great for me to get excited about that that mixed match challenge has actually been really hot it's been um, it's done well for WWE oh without a doubt. Especially the Bliss and uh, Strowman tag team. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, there you go. That is our big uh, thing. Dave Batista return, possible evolution, possible because of it all, not going to be in Guardians of the Galaxy 3, which, for those of you who love Guardians of the Galaxy, don't fret. The soundtrack should still be kick ass. Yeah, dude. Oh yeah, and, and best soundtracks I've heard in years. And apparently, they're still using the script from before the dude got fired. So. And it sounds like they got an extra twenty million freed up. Yeah. <laughs> so that'd be some some really cool, probably guest appearances maybe for the third one. Yeah, exactly. Uh-huh. They'll have to fill it somehow. They will. They know it's going to grow. Jack Black. It, you know. <laughs> of course. Could, be, could be. Hey, his yeah. movie, that crazy movie with the weird title he's in right now is number one. Which so one sounds that? like a good movie, The too. one about the walls and the clocks on the walls. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. House yeah. with the clock in the yeah, wall. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah, number yeah. one, man. It is makes it? me want to go see it. It's that time of year. It and looks, it's a good, it's it a good family kind of yeah. Halloween kind of movie. So. Yeah. It, it does. Looks it looks like some like, Tim Burton stuff. Yeah. I kind of dig how Jack Black's been lately. He's been yeah. kind of like, not like super kid friendly, <laughs> but he's yeah. not like he over has, the top, you know, yeah. gross. He's, he's definitely on the other side than he was yeah. when uh, Orange County came out. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Yeah. That was an ancient, yeah. but good. And he's still, he's still doing Tenacious D stuff, too, I think. Yeah. yeah. I think they got Actually, the second one about to come out. Yeah. But the yeah. good part about Jack Black possibly. Uh, being in Guardians of the Galaxy three is the good part is is his career he he grew. <laughs> grew grew that's the he's the best, that's the cutest character ever. Yeah. He, he's done some lame ass fucking movies too. Everybody has. Yeah. Jumanji with the Rock. Dave, Dave bad. Yeah, well nobody yeah. should have tried to do a part two to that movie or redone that movie. Oh, okay. yeah. All right, hey, you ready? 
Yeah, I guess so. You know, uh, we got a video show. Exactly. Today. Thanks for right. tuning in to our brand new streamlined edition of Georgia. <laughs> yes, Georgia Wrestling History TV Talk radio show program podcast on the network here that we are at. Yep. I've been Kenny J with John Stoney Cannon. Yep. Will Wheeler. Howdy. Mike Garrett. Yep. And Mr.'s napping up here on the couch. And we'll see you guys next time. But before next time, keep an eye on our YouTube channel. Peace. So we know! Yeah, yeah. brother. God. Fucking like a Batman! To be the man, you gotta beat the man! We'll beat you worse for being a little man! Atlanta, GA, Hotlanta is the Freebirds town, man! Thank you. Thank you very, very much. A very spirited crowd here today at the Television Sports Arena. tower. I'm building the Tower of Doom. <laughs>